coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 144. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace, how you doing? Doing really well. It's Friday. Yes, it is. It is a good day. Everything's always better on Friday, isn't it? You bet. You bet it is. Yeah, I love Fridays. Fridays are my favorite day. Me too. Me too. There's lots of songs about Friday. Yeah, for sure. We can sing some? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you don't want me to sing something, believe me. <laughs> in my in my younger days, yes. But since I, since um, I've gotten older, the voice has left the building. Yeah, since my throat surgery, things aren't the same either. So yeah. I was going to ask you if you could sing still. I mean, I know I you can. can I can. I uh, don't sing very often, so that's probably part of it. But uh, yeah, I yeah. occasionally sneak out to karaoke and belt out a tune. Oh, okay. So well, that's a, nice. Not quite what it was, but hell, I'm getting old. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was a musician like 30 years ago. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. 30. Ouch. Back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. I always loved that term when my mother would say it. Back in the day. And I was like, oh, no, not that again. Oh, the good old days. And guess what I say now? Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, exactly. The circle of life. (laughs) Yes. Yes, and that includes politics. What are we talking about today? The wall. The wall. Yeah. The, the wall. Not the that's Pink like, Floyd version, right? No, but that's Trump supporters' <laughs> favorite subject, <laughs> the wall. Yeah. You know, walls work. Yeah, they're there for I, a reason. I mean, they, they do. You, I mean, you may think they're immoral. I'm not sure why they would be immoral. Um, kind of maybe if they bizarre. had a hole in them. <laughs> yeah, with the video uh, camera. Gl- gl- the old glory yeah. hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just leave yeah. that there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nancy Pelosi is calling the wall immoral. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. a few years ago, she certainly didn't think it was immoral. She voted to put one there. Yeah. I Obama know. wanted a wall. He called the border a crisis. I know. I've seen all the videos all the way back to yeah. Clinton. Schumer. Yeah, Clinton. Schumer. They all yeah. were, were fighting for a wall. Then when Trump wants one, no, we don't want one. Yeah. And, you know, we the people out here, you know, us nobodies, we're tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, for we sure. We are tired of them flip-flopping, saying one thing, doing another, and taking pot shots at one another. Yeah, the last meeting where uh, Trump walked out, I don't blame him at all for walking out. But there they no they sure tried to play table. that up. Absolutely. <laughs> they tried to say he stomped out through a chanter, temper tantrum, I believe is what Schumer said. And, you know, by all the rest of the accounts, say that he said, you know, if I, if I give you what you want today, in 30 days, will you entertain 
the idea of a barricade or a fence. In fact, he didn't even use the term wall. Wow. And she said, Nancy said no. Well, then there's nothing on the table to talk about. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure he he's got no other choice. shit to do, right? You know, he's got other shit to do. He's yeah. the president. Quit wasting we, my time. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Now, at the other end of this is the government shutdown. And to me, that's not that big a deal. I, I don't notice it. But there are 800,000 people out there that are not getting a paycheck today. Yeah. Now, this is Ouch. day 21. This is the first time they don't get a paycheck. Ouch. Now, in the United States, statistically, they say 80% of the population lives from paycheck to paycheck. That suggests that this is a really bad situation for these employees. Um, making mortgages, you know, uh, tuition. Yeah, absolutely. Food. Facilities, food. Rent. You know, rent. Um, so things are going to get really ugly really quick because today marked that day. Yeah. They don't get a paycheck. Ouch. You know, Trump's got to do something. If that means declaring the situation down south a state of emergency, a crisis, then do it. Then Take do it. money from other places, fix the problem. Yeah. Okay? They said, well, but he'll be setting a precedent. And when the Democrats come in, they'll use it. Obama used it six times. Yeah, too bad he couldn't what use some of that. About? Too bad he couldn't use some of that money he uh, Obama gave to Iran. Yeah, that yeah. would be Obama really nice. Obama gives a hundred and fifty billion in cash. Uh huh. Do you know they had to give some of the money in different currencies because in the United States we didn't have that much cash. <laughs> So, wow. You know, he was running around over at France and Germany and the UK all trying to get some of that cash. Wow. Yeah, it would come in handy now, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, we just need a little tiny, teeny, weeny bit of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, considering in this bill that Nancy Pelosi wants to pass through... They're giving. They're handing out twelve billion of new money to other countries. Huh. Okay. And she will give him nothing for border security, and that's exactly what it is. Call it a wall. Call it a fence. Call it a barrier. Nobody really gives a damn. But what we do need to do is keep illegals out. Now you've got to know that there is another caravan forming in Honduras. Oh, 15,000 so far. They are scheduled to leave the first part of February. Now, Nancy herself calls this a tragedy, but she says a tragedy isn't a, isn't a crisis. Really, <laughs> I bet if you were to describe a crisis or a tragedy, you would use the other word. Well, I think there's 800,000 people that would call it a crisis. Well, today... We have a double crisis. We still have the crisis at the border with no solution. Now we got 800,000 people that are getting into crisis slash tragedy territory. Yeah, 
and because they uh, look at things like their credit rating being hurt. Yeah, and it's and it's not Trump's fault. It's uh, Chuck and Nancy. There you go. Absolutely, and you know these these you know sucker punches to one another. It has to stop. Yeah, I mean it, we said it. We said it in several shows. When you vote, you know, midterm elections are notoriously somewhat local. Yeah. Meaning, you're sort of voting for that local guy that looks the best. But sometimes the it's a bigger picture. And voting the way you voted is really an a vote for the economy or impeachment. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We voted for impeachment. And believe me, that's what the hell we got. Yeah, basically, uh, it's not even really political anymore. It's personal. And if, oh, yeah. And if personal. Trump is going to suggest something, they're going to shoot it down no matter how good it is or how bad it is. They're just not going to play ball at all. You guys are at a standstill now. Well, exactly. And they have the media on their side. The media and the Democrats have such tunnel vision. They're so short-sighted with their hate of him. They can't even see when they're playing right into the other's hands. Yep. Jim Acosta, who would certainly not want to give the White House or Trump anything, just made the best deal out there for the wall. Oh, really? He took his little selfie stick, walked down the slat fence slash barricade, and claimed that there was no crisis there. <laughs> There's no one trying to get across. Right, okay. Because why? Walls work. <laughs> Fences work. Barricades work. They're down at that other part where the barricade is not. Right. So it's so bad that um, CNN canceled um, someone from San Diego, which we know San Diego's got one of the hugest problems with people crossing the border right. illegally. And they were going to talk about how the wall worked. Well... CNN doesn't want anyone else doing that. Their 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 guy already did that. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> well, true. Yeah, I never thought we would say thank you, Jim Acosta. <laughs> and yeah. again, nobody is against legal immigrants. We need no. legal immigrants. We're not having as many babies. So we need legal immigrants here that are working under their own social security number, not somebody else's, like mine. I don't like that one bit. Um, and it's happened to me. Um, I didn't know, but I was holding down a job not too long ago in Sacramento. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't even there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyway, that's another story. You know, we want them. We want them to help us support Social Security, yeah. Medicare, well, and other other things because we're just not having the amount of babies. And you know what? We don't need to have that many babies. Well, that's, we need to be taking in immigrants. What is happening right now with the Yellow Vest movement in, in Canada is that the liberals are calling all the Yellow Vest uh, protesters racist. And oh, that's this is what they pull out of their and, bag of tricks. Oh yeah, and in the media, they're saying that uh, we are against immigration, and that is uh -huh. not the case 
one little bit. Uh, the no. basically the yellow vest movement is all for legal immigration. We're against uncontrolled migration and open borders that the UN now has control of or That's will be. So scary. Yeah, and I'm surprised Trump hasn't said something about it. Because yeah, we bo- we have the longest border with you guys. So yeah. I don't know. Don't know what's going to happen here. But uh, I I was recently called a racist for supporting the Yellow Vest movement. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I work for a black charity, but apparently I'm racist. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want uh, UN-controlled migration. But see, when someone pulls that word out of the bag, it gets results. Well, sort of. Because we're just not standing for it. Uh, Everybody's kind of standing their ground. The movement is growing. We have now members from California, believe it or not. That that is hard to believe. So it's definitely spreading throughout Europe and and some of the South American countries. There's, yeah, groups forming everywhere. Um, Europe being the big ones. Um, Their protests are, are very much more violent and destructive. Whereas the protests in Canada are basically picket signs, people wearing yellow vests, and uh, the you know the blue collar uh, workers out there bringing all their work vehicles and trucks and oil field trucks and everything out there, and uh, you know creating convoys for awareness. So well, and awareness is is what we need. Absolutely. And, and it is growing. You know, I watched a uh, town hall meeting with Trudeau the other day, and it was in Kamloops, uh, B.C., here on uh, in the West Coast. And um, basically, y- you know, on Facebook Live, you can see the little um, emoticons. You know, if somebody likes it, you see it fly through the video. Yeah. At least 99%, at least, were angry. Just to hear oh, him speak. Yeah, so, it, I mean, the LFS movement, it, it is working. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, take a while. I think they're planning a huge convoy down to Ottawa and possibly blocking the 401 highway between uh, Toronto and Ottawa. So that's like, uh, you know, choking out the head of uh, Canada. So, wow. you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, we will. That's for sure. Yeah. And as we move on, that's not our only problem, of course. Right. Interest rates. Yes. And, um, you know, we went some years post-2008 financial crisis with zero interest rates. Exactly. And maybe that went on too long. I, I don't know. But... Trump put Jerome Powell in, believing that um, he would do the right thing, and he tried very quickly to get the interest rates up, you know, to where he believed they should be. Right. And now what we have is a shock out there, a sticker shock. And it is devaluing houses. Right. Um, In most cases around here, I'm seeing since last July, um, houses in the 
I don't know, three to $500,000 range have went down in value by about 25%. Wow. You have um, auto sales are pretty much stalled out. Now he has agreed that he will slow down, maybe level off, but it, it doesn't take away the fact that you have a whole group of consumers out there that came of age during this time when there was zero interest rates right or right. you know less than you know oftentimes two or three definitely under five percent and it has them in a sticker shock yeah similar thing going on in canada with the interest rates uh going up as well and uh when you add carbon tax on top of that it it makes living almost unaffordable here well, it's getting to the point where we're paying more in taxes than we're keeping. By the time you you figure in all the taxes, most of us are paying far beyond fifty percent. Yeah, you know, because you got city taxes, you got real estate taxes, you got you know, my school taxes as part of my real estate taxes are just incredible. You know, I don't have any kids in school. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh, absolutely ridiculous. It's, to uh, add on a carbon tax is just, I, I just, I feel for you all. It's its a way to kill your country. And they don't seem to care much. Well, and it's got to kill industry because when you pay your carbon tax, you can't go out and have a meal on Friday night. No. I mean, or buy that new pair of tennis shoes or blue jeans or whatever. People don't have the money to spend any longer. It's all in the government's pockets. Yeah, and that is scary. You know, that is socialism. That's the what. That is reminiscent of the USSR. Yeah, it, it's bordering on fascism. If you read, you know, the uh, the definition of fascism with cannabis and Trudeau in mind, you can see that that the liberals have quickly become a fascist. Uh, almost dictatorship in a way. Absolutely. Be, be, because they they know Canada's wishes and they're totally going against it. So yeah. it, you know, it, it, this is some scary times. I mean, we could basically have a civil war. We could, uh, the West could separate, which this has really grown the Western separat, uh, separatist movement big time. Absolutely. So. And, um, it's a mirror of what's going on in the United States with the, the coastal elites yeah. yeah, and the Midwest. And, you know, I call them, they believe they're the somebodies, they believe we're the nobodies. Yep. The one thing we got going for us, which is much like the Yellow Vest movement, is there's a lot more nobodies than there are somebodies. <laughs> and that's what we got going for us, too. Yeah, that's right. And that's what we need to remember. Yeah. Well, hey, the politicians need to remember that they're there for the people, not for themselves. And so far, it's all been for themselves. You know what? I don't think they're going to remember. I think we're going to have to take them out of office. Yeah, I, I think we're going to have to vote them out. Well, and, watch and we what, have to see that that's what we have to do. Watch what you say there, because the next thing you know, we're, this podcast is going to be hidden. Because the censorship oh, yeah. well, most just of takes ours over. Are yeah. yeah, the Yellow Vest uh, Facebook group pages uh, pretty much get shut down daily. 
and then reactivated after an appeal. So it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, and then Facebook continues to say, oh, we don't censor. Yeah, right. They're the biggest Nazis out there next to Google. Exactly, exactly. But that's not the only um, civil-type war going on. Um, there is, I guess under Obama, we called it a war on merit. Because it seemed like you were a lot better off not to be married okay. under Obama. Right. And that's because if you were a unmarried woman with two kids, you could right off the bat gain $44,000 in money and services from the U.S. government. Huh. So okay. why would she want to get married then? Exactly. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, also, if you filed your taxes with your spouse married, you would pay more taxes than you would a single person. Now, for the first time in history, that was the case. Always before we had given preference to marriage, meaning you paid less taxes. Right. If you were married than if you were single. So you have that issue. You also now have the fact that young people are not getting married. Right. Okay. And uh, they're just unless not you seeing are a need elite. For it. Yeah. They're yeah. not. Yeah. Now, the and elitist. Who can afford to get married? No well, wedding it's a cost? Drop. I mean, if you have a nice wedding. It can be a hundred grand. It's not. It's not an extremely nice wedding either. I mean, you know, it's not outrageous. Yeah, exactly. And you know? it's. Um, I kind of like. I think you said one time you got to have money to fly to Vegas to get married. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's still going to cost you thousands of dollars to to do it, one way or another. Right. And um, you know. If, if you want to go back to the biblical days, I mean, weddings were arrangements for land and cattle. Right. Um, you know, it was an agreement between your daddy and your future husband, who might have more than one wife. Yeah. But it was an alliance among families. Monogamy is what's important and what's important to a lot of people. I mean, one of my sons, he said he often is invited to this to ceremonies uh, where they're making promises to each other, spend their lives together and being monogamous, but they are not doing it legally. Wow. Because, you know, they do better financially. Right, not why would they? Now, yeah. Some of them might be gaming the system. I don't know. See, here in Canada, yeah. supposedly after six months of living with someone, you're basically a spouse. Wow. Now, we have a lot of states here have that at seven years. Now, Missouri is not um, a state that recognizes living together uh, any length of time. It just doesn't. Um, but a lot of states do. But six months, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's kind of short. Yep. That's not it. That's less than a lease. I know. You could like have a female roommate and they could 
basically force you to be common law spouses. Yeah. Ew, I don't like that at all. No, 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 nobody likes it. But uh, I haven't seen anybody really fight it because it really doesn't make a big impact. Apparently, or they would fight it. In the States, I think they would fight it. But nevertheless, a couple of weeks ago, Tucker Carlson brought this up on his show. And he has been attacked over this as being sexist. Now, this is a fact. (laughs) This is a fact. Marriage is down. Um, Upper people that exist in the upper echelons of finances definitely get married more often than their counterparts. Tucker did not make that up, although he's lost more advertisers over it. I believe his advertisers that are left are the um, Sad Dog Charity and the Pillow Guy. Jeez. Okay. I mean, he took over um, O'Reilly's time slot. And they have attacked him as if he were a Lily. Well, and it's wh- just wrong. Yeah, it is wrong because he's just stating a fact. He's not yeah, creating and, the fact. Exactly. And um, you know, he is an opinion show, but just because you run an ad on any show does not mean it's an endorsement of what the show is about. It means you want to sell something <laughs> yeah. to their viewers or listeners. Yeah, for sure. You know, we've got to stop that. And the advertisers have got to quit bowing to that kind of behavior because it's becoming a grotesque kind of censorship. Yeah. For sure. And it's, uh, you know, there's money behind it, so it means that much more to, to networks. And this is just a bad, bad trend that's been happening now for years. And it's well, getting Well, and as we can say on most segments, we're being woke. Woke, yeah. I don't Absolutely. even know if woke's a word, but woke is. <laughs> and I do believe that you can turn it into a verb. Yeah, it's ridiculous is what it is. Yeah, and you know there are you know censorship has become creative. Yeah. Okay. Another creative way to censure has been adult content. Now a lot of platforms have gone to we are not going to accept adult content, and you know you think of R-rated, X-rated, nasty, naughty, sexual stuff. No, 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 no. That has now expanded into politics. Oh. Or uh, Trump's name is synonymous with triple X rating. Right. Right. Probably because you can't talk about politics without swearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's actually true, but... Yeah, um, it has been I, I, I do think it's a misuse. Now, I, I realize that Adult content is pretty much subjective. You know, what I think a kid of 12 should watch on TV and what you think are probably two different things. Yeah. doesn't mean that I'm right, you're wrong, or vice versa. It, it's just a belief. And, you know, certainly different kids can handle different things, you know. Well, 
I'm not sure why we even are, are discussing this because there was no censorship like that when I was a kid. I just chose not to yeah. listen to politics. Yeah, you didn't so care. What happened to choices instead of being force-fed what the government says? Yeah, well, yeah, or, you know, um, media, social media giants telling you what you should and shouldn't hear. Absolutely. Or advertisers or news agencies. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of people trying to decide what we need to hear, and you're right, the choice is gone. Right. For the nobodies. Yep. And hence the movements that are starting throughout the world, you know. Yeah, uh, the nobodies are getting restless. People are fed up. We can't pay yeah. anymore and live while they are living really high on the hog with 10 to 12 million in the bank. Exactly. They all have 10 to 12 million in the bank. I wonder if Michael Cohen has 10 to 12 million. <laughs> I really doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it right now, but before it's over, he will. Because if he puts the screws to Trump enough, that money just tends to end up there. Yeah, could be. I don't know how, but okay. Remember, he is the president, or was the president's right. personal attorney, right? Who did a one eighty? You know, he would die for the president, then he would kill the president. Basically, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He lied to Congress supposedly for the president. The FBI charged him. Huh. Not only, you know, they convicted him. Right. Because he is scheduled to go to prison on March 7th. Okay. Okay. On February 7th, the Democrats of the Congress have invited him to come fight and testify again. Oh, I wonder what you they're going to try Michael and get him Cohen to say. <laughs> didn't tell the truth about the color of his shirt. <laughs> Yeah. He's, I mean, the first thing they're going to ask is, are, are you lying to us now or did you lie to us before? And after that, what do you ask him? Yeah. He can't believe in anything. Yeah, it's not. he's no longer credible. No, but it will make, our, I guess, good headlines that day. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, it's convenient for the left. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It's, I mean, if you want to have stamped on your head... I am a, I am suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, then, you know, invite Michael Cohen back to testify. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Because nobody in his family will even believe what he had for lunch. Yeah, and I'm not even sure what he did legally other than lie. I'd like to know what he lied about, but really just paying people, paying bills for somebody is against the law? No, no, no. That's, that's been what I, that's so what I want to hyped know. up. You know, that's ridiculous. Because believe me, if they had Trump on that, and if it was illegal, um, it would be over by now. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the Mueller Mueller needs something. All Mueller wants is to give the Congress enough to impeach him with and if he had it he'd hand it over I know. right now it's been two years this is ridiculous yeah it, it's just not there it's not there and I, I'm sure there's some things that some people might think are immoral they might believe that paying off hookers or maybe 
you know, sleeping with hookers or, I mean, adult film stars, whatever they are, is immoral. But the fact is, it's it's not illegal. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you can believe that it's immoral. Don't vote for him again. Exactly. Or, you know, these are the same people that probably didn't vote for him in the first place. Yeah. Leave. I mean, that's why we have this democracy, this voting democracy. Nobody's making you vote for his ass. <laughs> exactly. If you don't like him or you think he's immoral or you think the fence he wants to build is immoral or you think the way he treats his marriage is immoral, I don't know why you care about his marriage if you're not married to him, but apparently, you don't have to vote for him. Yeah, well, apparently there is people out there that, that figures that... Uh, you know, he should be higher than mighty. And, yeah. uh, but you know what? We've had a lot of bad boy presidents. Yeah. And we always like them the best. What about the one that was impeached that clearly was guilty? He was a good president. He was you know, clearly I know guilty, though. At this house, we made a lot of money during Bill Clinton's. Yeah. Well, you know? So, so how did he get out of impeachment? You know, I think it's kind of nasty that he did it in the Oval Office and the whole cigar thing and, you know, the yucky stain on the dress. You know, I don't want to see all that, but I don't really care. She was an adult. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I think what he did to some other women, you know, I do believe that um, there's at least two other women he hurt. Now, that's another story for another day. But, I, I mean, clearly he lied and he was Oh, he guilty. lied his ass off, yeah. So. And he did lose his law license over that. And he was impeached, but it, it didn't go through the Senate. And I believe that's what's going to happen to Trump. Congress is going to impeach him. In fact, 45 minutes ago, Vox wrote that... Um, Representative Brad Sherman says the time is now to impeach Trump. I mean, you know, and you know what I say? Go ahead, do it. It's not going to go through the Senate. It, you know, the criteria in which it must meet even after the Congress votes for it is not going to happen. Right. Do it because when that happened to Bill Clinton, his approval rating skyrocketed. So if you want Trump to win in 2020, go right ahead, do it today. Yep. Because we're tired of hearing about it, and you're not going to get anything done till you impeach him. So vote on it, agree on it among the Democrats of the Congress. Right. You know, because that's as far as it's going to go, but you will have done for your minority constituents what you said you were going to do. Yeah, just going to be and time and money. you better plan to go home. That's... Or you better plan to spend an extra four years with this man that you cannot stand. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's going to be an interesting year, I think. Yeah, and that leads us to Syria, which is another interesting situation. Trump said sometime around Christmas holidays, I'm going to pull our ground troops out of Syria. Right. Well, 
all hell broke loose on both sides. The sky was falling. Yeah, all of a sudden the Democrats wanted the war again. Yeah, yeah, but it's really, that's just, yeah, <laughs> crazy. But Maddox, uh, Maddox even quit over it. He turned in his resignation, and in fact, Trump said, you know, don't wait till February to go. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Get out of here now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, um, but there's been different stories out there. Okay, one, Trump said he's pulling them out now, basically. And then he had a spokesperson that said, oh, he's going to start, but it's going to be very slow. And then I believe it was Lindsey Graham says, well, he's not going to pull him out yet. Well, apparently they started pulling him out last night. Oh, now, wow. I know that we feel very differently about this. I'm forgetting all of our guys out of the Middle East. I don't think it's done anything that it's supposed to. Um, we've spent trillions and trillions of dollars. And I, I think we have a lot of power from the air. Yeah, and that might be uh, what it takes because uh, there's a great series you have to check out on history. It's called Hunting ISIS, and it's uh, basically a documentary story of all of these volunteers. A lot of them are ex-military and military heroes, as a matter of fact, um, that you know came back out of duty and couldn't cope with uh, you know, things in the, in the U S the way they were just life in general. It was so different getting back that they volunteered to go back and fight ISIS with the Kurds and other rebel groups. And they're continuing that fight. A lot of them are medics. Um, but a lot of them are, are also, uh, you know, defending front lines and they're not getting paid. They're doing this because they feel they have to. Yeah. And that's just so beyond what my knowledge tells me about the situation. So I'm, I'm very interested to try to catch up on that. Yeah, I think uh, there's been two episodes. Airs on a Friday night on History Channel here in Canada. And uh, two episodes per night. So I think it's uh, five and six, episodes five and six today. So I'm looking really forward to it. It's a it's riveting. Um, get ready yeah. for some ugly scenes, though. You, they show some oh, more yeah. horrific images. And it's some of those images which has driven some of the people to go back and fight. That's just... That's just got me shocked. Yeah, you want to know who real heroes are? Definitely watch that show. It's pretty, pretty damn good show. So, just a plug out there for hunting ISIS on History Channel. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, very, very eye opening. I had no idea that stuff was going on. None. So, very interesting. Well, and something else to check out. We're always talking about um, Google and. You know, identity theft and all these different platforms that will sell your information that point to you, some of it true, some of it not true. Some of them give so much information out that it, it is dangerous or makes it easy for identity thefts. And we all know that one of the worst things about letting illegals in is that they have to have identities to work. So they steal them from other people. I know. Um, about 10 years ago, I had been working in Sacramento. <laughs> okay. And making money, but not paying the taxes on it. Oh, bad you. Yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> Even though you weren't in Sacramento ever. 
Exactly. So that um, is problematic. There is a website called DeleteMe. DeleteMe.com. Okay. Yes. And it costs about right at 100 to $130. And they will clean up your information on the internet. It's very important. It's important to consider doing it after someone dies. I know that after my dad died, he voted in two elections. Jeez. My father-in-law, who had lived in the Ozarks all of his life, suddenly moved to Jamaica, New York. Whoa. So um, be aware of that. Um, USA Today did a very in-depth, uh, long study. They they put a reporter on this, and they decided DeleteMe.com is the best. Huh. So if you can afford it, do it. Hey, um, even if you haven't had a problem yet. Yeah, hey, Trump should sign up for that. Definitely. Clean up Definitely. all the fake news, maybe. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I don't know if it can go that far, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it'll work. They would have to erase half of the internet. It would be nice. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? Nobody wants them to win more than places like CNN because they will tank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their ratings evolve around him. Yeah. yeah. As do the other channels, too. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Now, this is a playoff weekend. Right. Football. I hope everybody's team does well, but mostly the Kansas City Chiefs. Go Chiefs. We're going to be taking a bus up there in the snow, ice, and yeah. rain. And you didn't have too so much fun last year, though. Well, it was like 10 below. Yeah. I froze. And then I think I was sick for a week after I got back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it was so cold. And I can have one of those 10 below, I don't know, coach, you know, that it's long. When I put on my boots with it, you know, I'm, I'm pretty toasty. But it was cutting through that. It yeah. was that cold. Yeah, the, the only yeah. thing that'll warm you up is a lot of booze. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, there's always plenty of that at the Chiefs games, I know that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, the Hammer will be back next week. Uh, to, he will. To uh, refresh the NFL picks for the following weekend. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes, we will be looking forward to that. Yes, me Hopefully too. Hopefully he has a good weekend. Yes, and uh, I would have to agree with you there. Yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone.